talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my Clipper mate. Jesse Sandoval, what's up, guys? Uh, Jesse, how was your holiday break? It was pretty great, man. Um, got to see family, got to relax, had a week off, so it was a good time. How about yourself? Uh, mine was pretty busy. Uh, I every year it's it's routine to go to Bakersfield to my wife's family, and then I have to drive to Rancho Cucamonga to my family the next day, and uh, from there. My wife's cousin was visiting from Mexico. He's in high school. And uh, he's never been to an NBA game before. He's a big LaMelo Ball fan. So I thought I'd take him to the Hornets Clippers game. LaMelo Ball's been out for like a month. So he saw him in a pink sweater. Uh, but uh, I took him to his first NBA game. And I might have accidentally accidentally made him into a Clippers fan, which I I apologize for future mental health issues he's going to have. Just his life, man. I did, I did. He's like he he bought a Harden jersey though, so you know I got him at least on the Harden train. Hmm, interesting. And then the next day, I uh drove to San Diego to watch USC play at the Holiday Bowl at Petco Park. It was you know seeing my college football team play in my favorite baseball stadium. It was it was really enjoyable. Uh, Miller Moss. They're an exceptional game, and it was probably one of the coolest USC games I've ever been to. So, but then I had to drive to Bakersfield the next day to drop the cousin back off, and it was exhausting. And so I'm back to work this week. We took a little break, you know. I feel like it's been a minute since we've done a full length episode. We've been doing like these post game episodes. December was stupid busy, but here we are, and. Yeah, but I think the last time me and you talked basketball at all was when you were freaking out that Kawhi was hurt. <laughs> now, now that he came back within eleven days, how do you feel? Do you do you still feel like a, a little panicky Clippers fan, or are you good? Mm. I mean, like as in like. I guess there is some sort of concern, you know, like during that stretch, I mean, we won, you know, we barely broke out on the winning record, you know, being slightly net positive, but at the same time, uh, we didn't play against a lot of good competitions and the one that we played against, like they were actually pretty good. We lost. It was, and so I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about, when Kawhi is out, what this team can do, you know, and like the fact that he took 11 days for something that was supposed to be day to day is a little concerning um, moving forward if something were to happen. So if I told you in September that by this point in the season, Kawhi Leonard would play more games than Terrence Mann, you would call me full of shit. No, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. And I even called it earlier in the season. I, I felt like he was going to play back-to-backs because, you know, he was playing for something. 
and you know me he's trying to remove the stigma around him but at the same time i'm i'm not trying to blame him but he is getting older and if these are to happen you know fall on your hip and which is likely to happen in the nba it's a little concerning right wouldn't you kind of become kind of concerned that this guy who's anchor on defense and offense goes out i feel like he plays a critical role and i feel like the team relies on him a lot um it could be bad news especially if it's just something that was supposed to be day-to-day right yeah but day-to-day could be day-to-day so it ended up being a a hip contusion and hip contusions Mm -hmm. could be roughly a week or so and so like he missed the Thursday game. It was a back-to-back, right? And we felt he should have missed a back-to-back. He was playing through a lot that month. I'm not saying he was playing through injury, but he, you know, he had to play when Paul George was out for those few games. So uh, he he doesn't play the Thursday game. I'm like, all right, you know, back-to-back finally gets rest. Doesn't play the Boston game at noon, which is, you know, technically – two days later, but it's more like a day and a half later. So it makes sense. He might miss the Boston game. Then once he missed the Charlotte game, then it was like, okay, like, is this a Kawhi thing (laughs) or is this legitimately like him resting his hip? Right. Cause you get a contusion and it tightens your hip. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, like, is this too much of a precaution or whatever? So, then they play again, I believe. Oh, it wasn't Monday. It was Tuesday or something. The Charlotte game was on Tuesday. Then they play again Friday. So if you go from game to game, he only missed about a week's worth of games. And missing a week's worth of games for a contusion doesn't sound totally out of the realm. Because he then comes back for the Miami game. Where I will give you your concern when law Murray was tweeting that he's like, I don't think Kawhi's going to play the Miami game. And I don't think he's going to go on the Phoenix road trip. And I don't think he's going to play the back to back. Then it was like, Oh, this is now like a three week injury. Now that seems a little ridiculous for a contusion. What's really going on. But he did come back for the Miami game. So it only being like 11 days total, but only a week's worth of games. Doesn't sound totally out of this realm. It's just the Clippers played four games in seven days. So, I like it wasn't. I think it flirted with the line of like the Kawaiisms we've had. I think we have a history of Kawhi doing this kind of stuff, and flirted with this new Kawhi who's playing basketball games. <laughs> so I think it flirted that line. It's just whatever side on the line you are, I guess. Mm. Because, like, he hasn't missed any games this year for no reason. Like, he's been missing games for no reason his entire Clipper tenure. And he hasn't no. missed a game for no reason this year. Well, yeah, I'll give him that. Like I, like I said, I totally feel like he's playing for a contract. <laughs> let's, uh, let's call it what it is. You know, he's, he's up for a contract. And um, the last couple seasons, he doesn't have a really good record of playing. Um or there's being ambiguous information about his injury uh, and how long he will be out. Um, we can't deny the fact about that issue. 
And I'm not trying to sound like a Stephen A. Smith, but it's just like he has a track record. And for you not to be concerned when these things kind of happen, it's just kind of like it's it's I mean, I'm not if you if if you don't have the mentality where you just start everything fresh. Right. Like, I feel like that's you, Brian. Like you don't hold anyone. uh, You don't use a past against somebody else. And, you know, some people can appreciate that, but you can't really blame anyone else for you know, looking at the history of this player and saying, you know, this isn't a concern if it does happen again, uh, especially since, you know, what this player means to the team. I get that. Okay. I've learned something in therapy a long time ago about, you know, coping with anxiety and et cetera, like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what our brain does to us, it creates something before it happens. And for me, I feel like Kawhi so far this season, and if we're considering this season to be the window, so far Kawhi this season has proven to me that he's willing to go on the court. So that being said, I'm not going to worry about Kawhi's injury situation necessarily until I need to worry about Kawhi's injury situation, if that makes sense. I'm not trying to be right before it happens. Mm. So, like, that's why I mean, like, I didn't make it a big deal when he decided not to play the Charlotte game and then he didn't play the Memphis game. Like, okay, that's fine. When Law Murray started posting those tweets about, like, I don't think Kawhi's going to play the next week either, then I started getting, like, ah, what what is this? But then Kawhi ended up suiting up. You know, so... It's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if he fell on his knee wrong or he twisted an ankle, I think I would be a little bit more like, oh, this could be like a month because we've seen it be a month before. But since it was just a right hip contusion, I was kind of like in this like, no, like once Kawhi feels good enough to play, he's going to play. And he's proven this season that he's willing to do that. And I'm not going to sit here and just like, all of a sudden think like, well, Kawhi is now not going to play for three to three to four weeks because that hasn't been told to me yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to creep like concern. You know, I don't want to stress about things that have not presented themselves yet. So it, it that that's where I'm at with the Kawhi stuff. And it ended up being that it was kind of in the middle. Like, did he have to miss four games to a contusion? Maybe not. But did he miss an excessive amount of games because of contusion, he didn't really. So now he's back. He's played two games. He looks really good. <laughs> and maybe the next injury comes along, we'll probably have a similar conversation. But, like, it's it's the same. Like, and plus, like, I, I don't, I'm not going to, if this is the window, of course the shoe could drop at any point, right? Someone could have a season-ending injury. Hell, like Kawhi, PG, and Harden could all stay healthy, but if Zoo had a season-ending injury, that could seriously affect the team too. You know what I mean? So someone could have a season-ending injury, and the shoe just drops, and it's kind of it, it is what it is. Whether we get to the results of the end of this window, if this is the window, then the results are the results, and we're just going to have to live with them. <laughs> and it that's it. It's not like there's a next season. 
you know, unless they sign contracts. And then all of a sudden we're just restarting the BS train again. Right. Mm. But if this is the season, then, you know, at any point, a season in the injury could happen, but also at any point, this could all be a success and it all works out. And so far, in my opinion, Kawhi coming off one of the best months of his career and the Clippers coming off one of the best months of their franchise history. <laughs> I was in a and I was in a place where I was like, A, Kawhi earned a day off from the OKC game. And then he had a few more other games he took off because this this injury was worse than apparently it was or whatever. I don't know. I'm just in the I'm I'm in, I was in the camp of like until this presents to be a further issue. Right now, it's not really an issue. It might have been an issue if we lost the the Charlotte and the Memphis game. Right? It was like, oh, those are two really bad teams. We lose those games. We go zero and four without Kawhi on the court. Then it's an issue. You know what I mean? But I feel like we go two and two. We could have, we would have probably, I'm not saying we would have lost, but we could have still lost to OKC and Boston with Kawhi. That's just how good those teams are. So we could have gone two and two with Kawhi or without Kawhi. Mm. So like to me, it wasn't an issue until those Law Murray tweets, but the Law Murray tweets, I guess, were not to be truthful. So, yeah. Well, this podcast sucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think it's funny. I, I not funny, but I, I do see your perspective on it, and I think it's a, a healthy way of understanding. To me, for my way of uh, of approaching this, is like I, I think I've already told you this, and I told Jake this. My mentality is I don't really. I used to hold out a lot of hope for the positive outcome for this team. And, you know, to an extent, I, I still do. But when it comes to these type of events, I just I just jump to, you know, doubting. Because to me, it's a lot easier to deal with and with being already disappointed and understanding that this is probably just going to repeat than it is to hold out hope that it's not. I don't know why. Like, I and for some people, I'm not saying do it. Uh, but for me, it just works out because – then I can enjoy it. I can just joke around about it. Like, oh, typical Clippers, you know? Um, you know, Kawhi ran out of PTO, so now he's using sick day. Like, <laughs> like those that. type of things. So, no, yeah. It's <laughs> like, I guess I guess two people trying to cope with it yeah. the best it's, way they can. And, and, and to your point, Kawhi hasn't done anything in his entire career to make you feel otherwise. Mm. And so I totally get it. Uh, I... I feel like if I watched always bracing for disappointment, it would be not enjoyable. And right now the Clippers are playing enjoyable basketball. Like it's not mm-hmm. even like a, like a, what, it, what, what am I looking for? Like a lightning in a bottle situation. No, it's like they've proven over 23 games that they're actually a pretty damn good basketball team. Yes. Such I, a good, I, such a good thing. Such a good basketball team that Ty lose month is coach of the month. <laughs> you want coach fired, of the month right? yeah literally the week before december i thought this guy's getting fired i thought he was done after that denver game turns out you know he just happens to be the best coach of all time who would have thunk? <laughs> thunk it yeah man, it's 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 a a complete 180 and it's for the better uh <laughs> Yeah. Um, I did see, you know, I was kind of going through the stats and 
it was kind of interesting interesting to see how the Clippers are doing thus far. Um, you know, so many people are changing their narratives around the Clippers um, and this James Harden trade. And I just wanted, I was just curious about like, you know, what, what they're looking like offensively and defensively uh, right now, they're seventh offensive rating in the league and they're 12th defensive rating. And I believe they're six net rating. So like, I'm just like, this is what James Harden does, dude. <laughs> like, like people get yeah. surprised about the, this guy coming in and being able to take the load off, you know, playmaking for these guys and you're just allowing them to score it's, who would have thought i'm not i'm not saying this because uh i'm probably going to come across his bias because everyone knows how much i love um uh, james harden but it just feels like when he's in the game i could i could relax it's like james harden is talking to me through the tv and just saying hey brian you're good don't worry about it. i got this for you like he's he's like I got this. I like he's like I might I might take a bad fadeaway three every once in a while, but don't worry, I got this, Brian. You know he's like I I will not let you down, and he hasn't. Mm-hmm. Like things have been looking great. He had I'm paraphrasing, but basically saying along the lines of, you know, when we were bad, people were talking, but no one's talking right now, kind of thing. <laughs> and yeah. we have Stephen A. Smith on like first take or saying something on lines like, you know, I think the Clippers could make it to the finals led by Paul George. And I was like, no disrespect to Paul George. I love Paul George. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> out of everyone on this roster right now, like that that's the direction you're going? Like he Stephen A. Smith knew what he was doing with that comment. <laughs> and and I was like, it was it was a it was a slight at Kawhi, but you know, it was also a slight at James Harden. Because like mm-hmm. James Harden is the architect and why this is happening. It's like if you're if it's like football, for example, like I had Justin Jefferson in one of my fantasy football leagues list this last season. He was really good when I had Kirk Cousins, or Kirk, not when I had Kirk Cousins. When Kirk Cousins was throwing him the ball, he was really good. When Kirk Cousins was not throwing him the ball, he was not very good. And it's the same thing. It's just like, you know, Paul George, Kawhi, anybody on this team, Zoo, like you mentioned to me earlier when we're, uh, before we got on the pod, Zoo's scoring the highest in his career because of James Harden. Like, James Harden is the architect, he's the quarterback, he's the system. And it's just making things look so much. He's making Ty Lue look like a good coach. And, <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to give Ty Lue some credit because he's, he's, he, every week or so, I could see him making tiny adjustments. And he's getting, he, he's like, you know, Amir Coffey's playing more. Like Amir Coffey's legitimately part of this rotation. And the best part about Amir Coffey is if we end up trading for someone better. It's it's cool. It's like, hey, thanks, Amir. You did your thing. Now we have someone better. You know, it's it's not like when we had Morris and Batum and Covington, these veterans who have played ten plus years in the league, making millions of dollars and telling them to sit. Like it's just, ah, thank you, Amir. You did your thing. You know, like that's the best part of the situation right now. I feel like, and but if not, Amir could just play through the season because he's playing pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and if and if Terrence Mann can make a damn shot, like, and you know, I'll, I'll give him credit. The last game or so, it seems like he's finding his touch a little bit. But damn, dude, like that's like 
we went we went on a winning streak in spite of Terrence Mann. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of interesting you brought that because that was also something I thought that was pretty interesting among the our top you know our starting five rotation. Kawhi man, <laughs> Kawhi man. Sorry, <laughs> so I throw a polymerization card for anyone who knows what that is. That's a Yu Gi Oh card. Um, to, uh, <laughs> I'm about to say Tawai. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what? You're, you're just merging uh, them, dude. Dude, I am merging them. Uh, Terrence, man, he is averaging, he's like shooting 20% from the three point line. Like, that is like West, like Westbrook numbers right there. You know what? That's worse, that's worse than Westbrook numbers. I think he was hitting the 30s. So, yeah and, and westbrook's been fine too you know like mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah i agree that wasn't a, that wasn't a shot at, at westbrook. I, I, I didn't i didn't saying, t- like, i didn't take it that way but yeah i just want to like you know when we're criticizing westbrook so much you know we have a guy here in man who is playing with some talented offensive players and should be giving him you know good looks um to make some decent shots and He's kind of struggling to hit those threes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I think that was an interesting point that you brought up about Terrence Mann. Um, and it shows on the stats. Defensively, though, he's been probably one of our best point of attack defenders. He's been guarding some of the best guards. And he mm-hmm. he and the combination of other defenders have been shutting them down. He's like so, uh, our Avery Bally for sure. Yeah, like he's, he's yeah. And if he could make a shot, which I think... Eventually he will. He seems like a second half of the season kind of player, and, and we've been winning without him being good. Like so, if he could eventually just shoot like thirty something percent, my guy, and then we'll be fine. Like, mm-hmm. uh, side note, uh, in the real world, Golden State versus Denver just ended, and Jokic made like almost a half court shot to win, and he and um, just want to let you know, I had an opportunity to make two hundred dollars on my sleeper picks, and I needed Chris Paul to score two more points, and he didn't. So he's let me down one more time. Like he let me down in two thousand. <laughs> uh, what was that? Well, you're two thousand sixteen, two thousand fifteen, two thousand fourteen, <laughs> two thousand thirteen, and again in twenty twenty three. So because like, I got one more in me. <laughs> I got one more. In me. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I just want to throw that out there. It's Clippers related a little bit. But yeah, I was going to say, uh, I, I brought this up to Jake on the last episode, um, but I was like, if James Harden made the all-star team, I think I want to get a James Harden all-star jersey, you know, because they usually have like a little Clipper logo on him somewhere. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I think I'd get a James Harden all-star jersey. And he's fourth right now, currently in all guards in the all-star voting. I th- I think he has a shot. I, I, especially if he keeps it up, I think like as long as he stays healthy this month, we did have an injury scare the other day when he threw a lob to Zoo and he landed on his ankle, but he played through it. You know why? Because he's he's the goat. Um, but adding Kawhi and Paul George, they are they're uh, I think fifth and sixth in the front court voting, mm-hmm. so they can make it. We might have three All Stars in the All Star game this year. Usually we have one or zero and that's because we're usually hurt by the all-star game mm-hmm. but yeah i just thought that was interesting i was like we might have a couple clippers representatives i usually don't care about the all-star game but it feels nice to see clipper players and the team get recognized a little bit 
Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people who were talking shit in November who are now not talking shit. And it's funny that people just talk like receipts don't exist. But <laughs> I don't care. As long as you could admit you were wrong in the before and then you you want if you want to be right, if you want to jump on the train now, jump on the train. I don't care. Just admit you were wrong before. <laughs> I, I admit when I'm wrong. Yep. You admit when you're wrong. You know, I was absolutely wrong about zoo in November. Mm, I was like the zoo thing, the zoo thing with Harden's not going to work. And it ended up being that now zoo is like legitimately one of the top five centers in this league. It feels like, uh, you know, he's only behind people like Embiid and so on and so forth. Right. Like I was wrong about him. I've been wrong about a lot of players. You know, I was right about PJ Tucker. (laughs) <laughs> but uh you know so i'm just saying you know it's okay it's okay to say like hey i was wrong about the Harden thing and to jump on the show and you can say well you know what we haven't made the playoffs yet we haven't won the championship yet we can't score the entire trade you know that's fair but to sit here on january 4th and to say it's working in the present tense it is working maybe in the future may not but in the present tense, it is working. And I want to shake your hand via Zoom, Jesse, mm-hmm. and say you were with me since like June 30th or something last year when these rumors started. That I we was. are both. We are both. And I want to know when are you getting your heart in jersey? What color you're getting your heart in jersey? And when? It's gonna have to be the white jersey. And I'm gonna get it. I like that. I respect that. It's gonna be the white jersey. Dude. It's gonna be the classic. It's gonna be. Um, when's the next time we go to a Clipper game? When we go to a Clipper game, I'll grab one. All right, I respect that. Well, so my my wife's cousin doesn't speak English, or if he does, he he doesn't. Uh, he's not confident. So mm-hmm. so I was trying to like speak Spanish a little bit. But I'm also trying to help him like pick out his jersey. So like I'm like you know I'm like one of the like I don't I can't put a sentence together. So I was just like uh, blanco azul. Like I'm just like pointing at the jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ended up getting azul. So yeah. You get you some Duolingo, my guy. I know I did Duolingo for like a day and I kicked ass. <laughs> I absolutely kicked ass on it. Duolingo is fun, dude, and it does help. I'm not gonna lie. Like it does it doesn't make you like completely fluent, but it kinda helps you like at least give you the foundation in a fun way and in, um to build sentences and understanding, mm-hmm. you know, it's a romantic language, right? So um, you know, female male male related words. It helps a lot. So keep going. I'm pretty sure you'll be fluent pretty soon. You'll be able to communicate with them a lot better later on. Yeah, we can talk about James Harden being an absolute menace with the ball. That's what that's what I want to hear. I want full on like fluent Spanish talking about James Harden. If anything, I want to see you as an announcer for the Clippers for the Spanish. Oh, you think so? <laughs> I, I, I wish I could roll an R, you know. I could barely speak English without like my tongue falling all over the place. So I, I, but one of these days, maybe me and you will do like a three minute segment on this podcast going back and forth in Spanish. 
I, I, to that. I, yeah, like I'll be like uh, into a dome, uh, Clippers Casa. There you go. You know, I'm already I'm already halfway there. Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. I'm, I'm like I'm like five words away from getting this uh, podcast canceled. <laughs> so <laughs> so we'll, we'll stop there. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, moving I, uh, forward, uh, I did want to mention something, and I and I already texted to you that was pretty interesting, and it's another Harden effect, and possibly Westbrook being part. of I was going to say, I think, well. yeah, we got to give Westbrook some credit for this too. Uh, um, this season, Clippers are ranked eighth in attendance, and before that, they were ranked seventh, seventeenth, sorry, and the season before that one, they were ranked they were ranked sixteenth. So, dude, this is like basically it's been a, a great move all around for both parties, whether it's the fans that are enjoying this winning record that we have right now and the placement that we have in the playoff playoff running. And also Steve Ballmer in regards to attendance. Right. So that's more money for the organization itself, showing that, hey, you continue to put money into this team. You continue to make big moves like this it's going to translate to the fans showing up to the games and, you know, shout out to the fans that do, because, you know, it's not easy to make it all the way to downtown LA, wherever you're coming from, it's a pain in the ass. And you guys know that you guys are doing a great job. I know Brian, you've been to, you've been to several of them since you bought that uh, Clipper pass. Uh, What was it called again? Totally forgot. The, the, The ultimate Clipper pass, I think. Ultimate Clipper Pass. You know, I didn't believe in it. Uh, you got it because you had a gut feeling that Harden was coming. I wasn't believing it, so I did not purchase I'm, it. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like a fool? Hey, you're good. I'm not going to lie to you, though. Like, we were like three games into the season, and I was like, man, that this was a waste of my money. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then all of a sudden, uh, what was it? Was it Halloween when you got traded? I think so. So it, it yeah. was it was like a holiday of some sort or something like that. And we got the news. And there we go. The rest was history. It was. It was history. It was great history so far. Um, but yeah, eighth and eighth and tenth and attendance is uh is a great feat so far for this season. And uh it's uh again a testament to the fans, you know, and they're showing up. The team needs it, and hopefully it continues to go up towards the playoffs. So looking forward to it. So right now where the Clippers currently stand, we just just handled Phoenix. I don't care if Kevin Durant was not playing. Devin Booker sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Even with Kevin Durant playing, their supporting cast is so questionable that I feel pretty confident saying that the Clippers still come out with a dub. There was a tweet that said, like, even without Kevin Durant, the gap between the two players or the two teams that the Suns should still dominate. And the Clippers literally dominated the whole game except for, like, the final three minutes of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, do you feel you're getting to the point where you could believe in this team as is, or do you still feel like you need to see more? No, I, I think I've seen enough. And they're absolutely garbage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're 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 playing really great basketball. I think James Harden's addition has really helped unlock the rest of the team. 
and Russ playing his position and understanding his role and, you know, the Westbrook Har the Westbrook hardcore fans are creating a lot of drama. That's kind of weird. Uh when a player hasn't even said anything or his party um or leaked any information out about how upset he is about his position. Um I think everyone here has the mentality to win a championship. I think everyone on this team, uh including the four star players that we've had, understand that this is probably their best chance of winning it winning a championship and they're going to go in and they're going to dial it in and they're going to make sure that they can optimize this team, this offense and this defense to win that goal. And I'm excited for it. I believe in it. I think, and I hope that we still make some moves to, you know, in my opinion, add some more height a little bit um, and just improve the bench. I, I think our bench is pretty, pretty good. I, um, uh, Norm Powell still has, uh, he has a couple of ups and downs, but you know, he's having more ups and I, I think he's having a great time on this team. And I'm, I'm happy to see that as well, you know, for him. Yeah. And I went on a long tangent. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. And <laughs> usually I'm the one going on long tangents. Like I'll, I'll listen back to one of our podcasts. I'm like, dude, I literally talked for about 33 minutes of a 35 minute podcast. Um, to your thing about hi, Mason Plumley apparently is clear to play, but he even said recently he's like, "Hey, we have a good thing going with Daniel Tice. I'm okay playing behind him." Mm. I was like, "Okay, you know that sounds that sounds pretty that sounds good to me. Like, why not? Like, if we ever need it, we'll we'll bring it bring him in. I guess you know maybe we don't have to rush him back. Um, I do agree though. Like, maybe if we got an extra wing or something, you know, any wing at the trade deadline that would be helpful. But yeah, like it's not. I'm gonna say this right now. I don't want to go with the cliche that they have to stay healthy. It's just if we want to make it through the West, we just have to be healthy. You know what I mean? Like we have when when the playoffs come and we're playing, we need everybody on the court. It's as simple as that. It's not about us from January fourth through April tenth or whatever have to stay completely 100% healthy until then. Like, I think that's a high ask for this team. We know that they're injury prone a little bit. They're going to have some things that linger. But <clears throat> but if we could continue to win games, build some of a cushion, and then as long as by the time it's game one of the playoffs, we're healthy and, we, and we're healthy throughout the playoffs... And when the Western Conference Finals come along, we are healthy. I think we have a legitimate chance to be representing the West in the finals. And then we'll just have to go go through the hurdle of probably the Boston Celtics at that point. But I do believe in the team. I do understand anything could happen between now and then. The shoe could drop. The season could be over. But uh, I, in terms of what's on the court right now and what's present to me and my eyes, this team looks legit. And who would have thought it was to bring in a 34? Like, everyone's like, we got to get younger. Who would have thought that it was to bring in a 34-year-old point guard? We would be better, <laughs> you know? And it's exciting times. And, yeah, the only thing is, technically, we do have an injury we need to discuss. My guy, one of my favorite Clippers, Musa Diabate, broke his hand. 
and I don't want to be hyperbolic here, but if we're going to use a former teammate of him, his, of his, like Jason Preston, an injury like this could possibly kill his career because it's going to stunt his growth. It's going to stunt his development. And when the Clippers are going to have to make a decision on the next player they need to cut, on the next player they need to move, on the next player they have to, you know, it could be him. And then what then? Like he's going to go play in the G League maybe? Maybe he'll play overseas. I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying that I I do think he's talented enough to overcome that. But and he, he is young. But he but this this happens to a lot of NBA players. This happens to a lot of young players who are on that borderline two-way G League last rotation spot players and right now He's a G League player before he's an NBA player. And this is the type of stuff that kills careers. And I hope that he could overcome. I hope that he could be part of the team next year. And I hope it heals fast. Maybe he can be part of the team this year. And yeah, but yeah, it sucks to hear that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. And hopefully the recovery is quick. Um, but you know, to heal something like that takes a while. So all you can do is hope for the best, but it does suck. I, I do like Musa Diabate. I, I do like the energy whenever he was put in, you can see the energy he brought. He tried to play his heart out and <clears throat> excuse me. And hopefully, uh, this just doesn't derail him completely from his NBA aspirations, you know? Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to bring up before we head out? <laughs> this has been uh, a very, very interesting Clippers Twitter <laughs> uh, <laughs> time. I'm not going to lie. It's been pretty fun watching a lot of dramas unfold. But, you know, at the end of the day, everyone, the Clippers are winning, and it's just something to be excited and and uh and enjoy so that's all we can do enjoy the ride. yeah i agree with you there's it's been interesting because like the stands are upset that russ is not playing some people even there's Kawhi stands getting upset over some uh takes out there i'll say this right now this is my thought on the Russ thing at this point in russ's career it's in his best interest to prove he's a team player and that will help him continue his NBA career. If at this point he had, he showed any ego at all, other teams would probably hate that he might not play in the league two years from now. So what he's doing right now is probably helping his career. I know Russ stands don't think so, but he's at a point of his career where he's not supposed to be putting up 20, 10 and 10. You know what I mean? Like he may do it, but he's not supposed to be. It's not his expectation anymore. So let the guy ride the bench. Let him be a spark plug. Let him lead the bench. And he's been doing a pretty good job. Even him and the Harden minutes have actually been pretty okay so far in the, in the last month or so. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, shouts out, shouts out to Ty Lube, the coach of the month. The best damn coach on the planet. Who would have thought? <laughs> coach of the month. Put that up respect on his name <laughs> did you did you see him in that that 70s suit that he was wearing 
Oh, dude, it looks like he was trying to he was trying to get the latest scoop on, <laughs> <laughs> on the team news. I guess uh, he looked like an undercover uh, reporter. I don't know why. Yeah, I I save that to my phone and I'm I'm busting that out whenever I can. <laughs> I, I I look at it before I go to sleep at night. I made it my wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I legit made it my wallpaper in my house. Like it's <laughs> on the walls. Uh, uh yeah. Um I'm trying to think. I don't think the Lakers kind of suck. That's good. Mm. Um we do play the Lakers and the Suns in a back to back coming up, so I think that's also an interesting perspective on how we'll see how Kawhi and the stars handle that uh we play the lakers the night before we played the suns i wouldn't be surprised if we sit some players in that suns game but i've been saying that all year and so far everyone's shown up and, and if we take care of business against the lakers we might be good you know maybe they'll not play the fourth quarter and be able to all play the suns game um but we gotta take care of business against the pelicans first and by the time people are listening to this, it will probably be the day of the game. Um, Pelicans have had our number for several years, and I think uh, hopefully we can shift that tide a little bit. Um, it's in New Orleans, and then we travel back home to play the Lakers. And then we, like I said, it's a back-to-back. Um, do you Do you feel like everyone's going to play in that back-to-back? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, unless uh, Kawhi is going to have some, maybe he has some issues with the hip and he wants to be cautious about. I think I, I do see a possibility of him missing, but for uh, PG and Harding, I, I believe they'll play for sure. I'm like 100% for sure PG, uh, PG and Harding play. I'll be like 95% sure that Kawhi plays. Yeah. Isn't it beautiful that Harding's the constant? <laughs> it is um and he's always had that track record uh unless he's actually had a legitimate injury that he had on the nets so uh just a reminder people uh you want an interesting fact mm-hmm. uh yeah go ahead james harden's played more games for the clippers this year than terrence man oh, and james and james harden missed like the first week of basketball really mm-hmm no, so did Terrence Mann, but I'm just saying the reason why I'm using Terrence Mann as an example for Harden and Kawhi is Terrence Mann does have the reputation of being one of the Iron Men on the team. He's all he's he's always stays healthy, but you know he hurt his ankle at the beginning of the year, and when we so when we look at our old players that everyone tells us are injury prone and get hurt, these are the these guys have played technically more games than this quote unquote durable Terrence Mann, and so. There it is. Paul George has also played more games than Terrence Mann. So, look at that. I'm going to go that's, double check that so I don't sound like I'm an absolute idiot on the air, too. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, that's a that's actually a really <clears throat> surprising t- statistic, and I think it's a good sign for, for our core. James, sure. Harden, James Harden's played 28 games, and Terrence Mann has played 27. Oh, wow. Uh, Paul George has played 31 and Ka- Kawhi has played 29. That's out of 33 games. So Kawhi's missed four games. George has missed two games. And uh, Terrence Mann's missed six. James Harden missed five. But technically, you know, there's a reason for that. 
And, but Norman Powell, Zoo, and Westbrook have played in every game so far this year. So he continues to be Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like I like like you said, we were wrong about Zoo, and we're glad he's still on this team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I am. Yeah, I am. Well. Like uh, another fun fact: uh, James Harden's played more games than Nicholas Batum on the Clippers this year. Nicholas Batum's only played three games for the Clippers. And James Harden's played twenty eight. I just want people to know that. So, <laughs> but two ba- <laughs> but two battalions in shambles, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it's crazy. Amir Coffee's played twenty one games this year so far. You know what? It's funny because like, uh, I think I already told you the story that I ran into Amir Coffee in Santa Monica. We were gonna watch uh, Evil Dead the new movie, and I look at him, and I'm like. I'm getting snacks because my friend's like, uh, I was like, oh, do you want snacks? She's like, yeah. So you go get it. And I'm just staring at this guy. And she looks at me. He's like, who are you staring at? I was like, that guy over there in the hoodie. The extremely tall one? I was like, yeah. You could have used that adjective. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. Um, but I was like, I-, I think he plays for the Clippers. And then I went to go like put butter in my, my popcorn. And he was there. I was like, hey, man, um, sorry to bother you, but are you in your coffee? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, because I'm a huge Clipper fan. You know, I'm rooting for you. I, I, I like what you did last season, and I and I think you can, like, contribute to this team, and I'm hoping you you get the chance, too. And the fact that he's playing this many games and being part of solid part, a solid part of the rotation is I've spoken to existence. I'm just saying. I'm two, just thing, saying. two things. I pictured you, like – like suspiciously going to get butter on your popcorn, looking over your shoulder, like obviously to the point where you put too much butter on your popcorn and it's like overflowing. And then you realize you made a mess and then Amir coffee's looking at you weird and you're just like, Oh man, I'm embarrassing myself. And then, and then also I could picture that you single-handedly gave him the hope he needed and the drive and the adrenaline to continue trying his hardest to get to this point. So I'm expecting Amir Coffee to get a Jesse tattoo. And he just I, said like a blurry photo of me as I walked away from the butter. And, just like, <laughs> and every time he like after practice in his locker room, he looks at that picture. He's like, for you. I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like the Wolverine guy. And he has a picture, but it's like, yeah, it's the blurry picture of you getting butter on your popcorn. <laughs> and it's like all pixelated and stuff. And he's just like, I don't, I don't know who this person is. Like, he's been looking on Instagram, like typing in Jesse, but you can never find your profile. <laughs> I do. I want like I I don't like bothering celebrities when when I do see them. I try to respect the privacy because I know some people just don't like that. But it was a mere coffee, and I feel like he's a role player, so I feel like. He doesn't really get it a lot. <laughs> so you can't mm-hmm. really like, you know, be upset about it. And if anything, it'd be more flattering for him, right? Like uh, yeah. to to be, you know, a role player and someone else to acknowledge him. So um I meant it. And I, I was like really hoping and last season he didn't get that opportunity and that he was about to be traded. And this season to see that he's being used, it's great. I'm happy for him. Um I'm hoping I run to Terrence Mann and I can do the same thing for him and <laughs> change his life around, but oh, we'll see yeah. what happens. Like you just, you, you make him top the Utah game. Like he has the Utah game in his back pocket, but then like you talk to him and then he ends up doing even better in a more important game later in the playoffs. And he's like, and then he goes and they're like, Terrence, where'd you find the inspiration? He's like, there was this weird guy at the movie theater putting too much butter on his popcorn. And then Amir's like, <laughs> right, did you see that guy too? It's like, 
<laughs> I think he just waits at Santa Monica just looking for us. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, hey, you're man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, man, you did such a great job in that Utah game. You finally got us past that hump. But you know what? I have hope you're going to do better than that. You're going to top that one day. Mm, and I it's like going to be in the NBA championship. And you're going to show up game six to shut it down. And he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Watch. I'm going to run. You know what? I'm going to wait at Santa Monica looking for him. That's it. Do you feel like uh, when you saw Amir at the movie theater, he was more impressed that you bought popcorn at the theaters? Because that's probably before his contract kicked. So he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh man, that guy could afford popcorn. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts. You can find us on X at Ellie Clips Forum. Come say hi. Come say what's up. We post memes sometimes and we release our episodes on there. Uh... Jesse, do you have anything you want to say? Let's enjoy the ride, guys. We're doing well. All right. Uh, like I like to say, you guys could be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it us. Oh, what the hell was that? You guys could be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it with us. We appreciate it. And yeah, we're out. Peace.